the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KDOW. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, sitting in for myself, Rob Black, talking all things financial. Walmart, blowout numbers, stocks not responding. It reported a 97% year-over-year increase um, in e-commerce sales. And the stock's kind of struggling, telling you maybe some of it's built in. I have that recipe for a cake. I've gotten all the ingredients. I've built the cake, but it's already finished. By the time you pull it out of the oven, like you can smell it kind of thing. And that's maybe what's happening in Walmart. A little bit of sell the news, buy the rumor. The rumor being it's going to have a good quarter. It had a great quarter. Amazon's up 3.2% following a, a batch of better than expected earnings reports out of other retailers. Amazon wins even when other companies win. Home Depot, great quarter. We'll get more companies throughout the week. Tesla yesterday set up Elon Musk to become the fourth richest billionaire in the world. The mega caps are doing the heavy lifting right now, and they're typically tech-oriented. But it's tough not to say, hey, uh, German stocks did well. The United Kingdom stocks did well. Italy, France, Spain. There's kind of a carryover effect that's still happening. Of which one overseas market, South Korea, did poorly. And it makes you go, wonder what went wrong there. Diplomatic tension between the United States and others like China right now probably playing heavily into some Asian investment communities on what's it gonna, what would a ramification look like? Oracle's in talks to buy TikTok. TikTok. Kanye West wants to work with TikTok, but he wants to call it Jesus Talk. It's kind of cute play on words. I'm almost, I'm almost buying into that. Because you know how the Michael Myers and Saturday Night Live did the, the old Jewish coffee woman, um, can we talk, coffee talk, where you kind of assume talk was misspelled T-A-W-K and Jesus talk being T-O-K, being talk. I, something tells me Kanye's on to something. And I've never said that in my life. But it's starting to look that way. 
goals beat on top and bottom line estimates. So we saw a, a wide variety of companies do well. Advanced auto parts, a lot of retail. It's a big retail week, excluding companies like Amazon, who's already reported. But we're getting the picture painted for us that Americans are still shopping. There was a, a new study out today from Mass Mutual that said that one in five Americans did save at least $1,000 during the pandemic this summer. I think that's great. I think that's not a lot of money, though, too. So there I can compliment, and it's backhand it's compliment, $1,000 doesn't go far. $1,000 invested for 40 years, 1000 will become 2007 it'll become 4014 it'll become 8021 years, it'll become 16028 years, it'll become 32000 You get the idea, it works over time, but in the short term, if we go and dip into that 1000 we didn't really save it. Well, we saved it until we needed it. We created a small emergency fund or a small needs fund until we need a new TV, but we didn't invest it. I want to see more people invested. Um, one of the interesting plays on the pandemic is how have the credit card companies responded? I am an arrogant SOB at times, right? I talk, oh, I've got a credit card for travel and hotel. Anytime I book a flight or do a hotel, I do it there on my travel card. I spend $450 a year on this card, and I get a $300 off of a flight. I get a free hotel. I get, I get, I make the rewards work for me. Oh, and then this year you can't really use those rewards. Well, you could, maybe, possibly, sort of, but not a lot of people are flying according to the data. So what's interesting is companies like American Express, they have a deal with Delta for Sky Miles. They're saying, hey, instead of giving five points for flights, which attracts trolls like Rob, let's give five points for restaurants and takeout and food delivery. And people are like, ooh, let's shift our spending in those categories on this card for the first time ever. I'm like a Pavlovian dog. My city double cash card I use for everything except for restaurants, everything except for flights. Uh, so if I go to a, like a mini market that I don't know if it's going to be classified as a grocery store, I might use that one instead of my grocery card. Um, I'm very Pavlovian, and this is kind of messing with me to see some of these old credit card companies come up with new ways to do business, and I think good for them. And the reason I bring that up is the S&P 500 has just turned negative. It, it hit an intraday record high. Um, that was going to be the good story of the day, but it, there's always things that are working, and sometimes you have to look for them on Wall Street. And just not really assume. So the S&P 500 has been playing with this record close now to the point that we talk about it on a pretty regular basis. And maybe we're just getting tired of it. Maybe the market can't get to new highs and hold new highs. And it goes, you know what? We came all the way back. Now we're going to take a little bit of a break. We're going to watch what Home Depot does, what Lowe's does, what Walmart does. We're going to watch what Target does. We're going to watch what uh, Apple does. And we're going to see how their earnings look. And we're going to digest some of that because we had a big move up from March lows. And maybe we can't take out those March high, uh, February highs and, and hold them for long without going back and saying, well, you know, the economy did kind of, how shall we say, stop. And here we are back at the same stock numbers. How is that possible? Because we thought they were expensive at the start of the year. How are they not more expensive now? Well, it's stimulus. It's, we expect another round of a trillion dollars being given to the economy by our printing presses of the United States government. 
We don't care that we're going to have to pay for it in taxes down the road. We don't care that we're going to have to pay for it in inflation down the road. Just give it to us now, instant gratification. We'll deal with the consequences later. But that's what we're dealing with, and it's tough to fight that. And when the 10-year Treasury is under 1%, I don't care if it's moved from 50 basis points to 60 basis points, a 20% job. I don't care that it's done that in a, a short period of time. I'm, that's still a record. That's stunningly low numbers. It's very stimulative to our economy. The dollar's gotten weaker, helping us out on international companies. Apple makes more money when the dollar's weaker, when they sell into foreign markets. Ah, but there's a rub there. Elon Musk gained $8 billion, and he is now the fourth richest person on the planet. Um, If you were to come to me 10 years ago when I first saw Tesla and say, yeah, this guy's become the fourth, I'd say, yeah, that could happen. You know, EV, if it really takes off. EV hasn't really taken off. The promise of EV is still there. EV, electric vehicles, have done nicely, but it's not like Tesla is printing bazillions of dollars yet. But they are well positioned. 800-516-1220 to get calls on the air. I watched a little bit of the Democratic Convention last night, and I'll tell you, it was odd. Going virtual, um, it, it just didn't quite feel right as a convention. I'll watch a little bit of the Republican convention as well, and I'll see which side does better, which one gets the Internet better. Um, And I don't know if I care. I just find it kind of a funny concept thought that I would say that out loud, that we are watching virtual events now. It's weird. We are saying we don't need live. We can go with that virtual. That doesn't feel quite right to me. Anyhow, in any way, you can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. You can tell friends and family about my podcast. I've had millions of downloads of it, and I do appreciate that. Don't be shy. Drop me an email. Rob at robblackshow.com. Rob at robblackshow.com. We'll take a break here. I'll be right back. Let's see where the markets are when we come back because we opened stronger. We played with records on the S&P 500, and then we got tired. I'm Rob Black. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening to the show. My name is Rob Black. Please do me a favor and pass on some of this knowledge to other people's when people's <laughs> when you can. People when you can is what I meant to say. Um, we don't do a lot of advertising or marketing in financial media and radio stations. Uh, I think they're still the greatest way to deliver programming. Still the greatest way. Still cost effective. Still smart. Um, but I think podcasting, YouTube, and things like that are still out there. So you can find me on Twitter, at Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Um, it's an honor to do the show for you. And it's not lost on me that I get to talk to people out loud for a living, which I don't know. Some people call that the village idiot, right? Hopefully, you see some value in what I'm doing. The SP 500 is down two. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 105. The Nasdaq up 21. Walmart earnings soar. 
led by nearly a 100% surge in e-commerce year over year. Now, that's bad news for Amazon. I, I, it's no other way of saying that. Well, maybe it's good news because they're keeping a competitor viable. That's an interesting twist, huh? When Microsoft could throw money to Apple back in early 2000s and say, Apple almost ran out of money. They almost went completely bankrupt. And they got a loan from Microsoft in lieu of an exchange for stock. Microsoft was more than happy to do it because at that point in time, the Department of Justice was knocking on their door saying, you are anti-competitive. They're like, no, 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 look, we just gave a couple billion dollars to Apple. A couple billion dollars is nothing. But it did save Apple. There was a guy named Jean-Louis Gasset who also wanted to save Apple. He had an operating system called B, B Operating Systems, B-O-S. And if you go look him up, he's, he's fantastic. He's one of those French uh, cliches. Where, and I don't want to get sued, but it, it felt like the media represented him, like he was drinking wine in business meetings and talking about how great Apple is going to be. <clears throat> he worked on fonts. He worked on imaging, which was kind of something that could save Apple's operating system. But instead, Apple operating system, Gil Emilio, went with a little company called Next, which Steve Jobs, after being forced out of Apple, went and started and then Steve Jobs, after being forced out of Apple, started Pixar. Steve had a creative streak, no? He could make operating system companies. He could make hardware companies. He could make media companies. Um, I wish he was still around. I would be interested to see what he has to say about the current world situation. But I don't get my wish. S&P 500 set the interday record high rallied more than 50% from its March lows. So we kind of got that. That's nice. It doesn't look like we're going to hold it. We've had two or three, four days now where we're like, oh, it's 12.55 in the afternoon, East Coast time. we got five minutes till the market bell closes. Can it do it? No, it can't. If we don't do it in the next couple of days, look for a pullback. Look for the momentum that tried to push us across that line and hold it to give up and say, you know what? We're tired. Uh, the market's made up of bulls and bears. There's buyers and sellers. Typically, there seems to be more buyers than sellers, right? Kohl's drops today despite narrower than expected second quarter loss. Walmart, solid quarter in earnings. Um, solid quarter in revenue growth for e-commerce. And again, we take our hat off to that because they've pulled forward some business. It was going to probably take them another year to grow at that pace or a different pandemic, or a different scenario. Maybe the market's doubling and tripling where people have more money than they know what to do with, and they're just like, let's buy more stuff at Walmart online. But they got there. It's kind of nice to see. Markets aren't doing much today. S&P 500 is down one-tenth of percent. Dow is down one-half percent. The Nasdaq's up one-sixteenth, about 20 basis points. Um, S&P 500 is rising again, but can it close at a record high? It's like beating that drum, right? Turn on CNBC today, and they'll be like, at the last second, or Bloomberg, wow, did we get a closing night or did we not? UNC, University of North Carolina. This was a story that hit yesterday, mid-afternoon, and the media shows went with it pretty hard. University of North Carolina has abruptly halted in-person classes after a massive coronavirus outbreak that has quickly spread across campus as students were coming back to campus, essentially you can't trust 20-year-olds, right? 
if you were to say, okay, you stay in this corner and you stay in this corner and keep your clothes on. Like, they can't keep their clothes on. You stay in this corner, you stay in that corner and don't grab a beer. They can't keep, they cannot grab a beer. It's, millennials have got to get out and be millennials and express themselves without a mask. That's the way the media is playing it up, right? I'm sure there are some universities where people are acting on very good behavior, keeping social distances. <laughs> Not at that age. But, I digress. Um, so, it spread rapidly through UNC student population, COVID. The entire UNC system has more than 200,000 students. This campus has roughly 30,000. It's the campus that they're shutting down. But again, it's coming up in the South. And I bring this up because Georgia and Florida and Texas have made pretty big headlines for defying wearing masks. I'm not care- I don't care which side you're on on that. They've defied it, and they seem to be bitten in the butt for it. And yesterday, there was a combination story that went with this UNC story that the Philippines have seen a massive resurgence. And it looks like it is a different strain of COVID-19. And it seems to be, and again, I don't know any of these scientific jargon terms, seems to be more contagious. I'm like, that's lovely. This weekend, I'm going to get a flu shot for 2020. I believe in flu shots. I've felt sick after getting a flu shot, sure. But I'm at the age now that that science is pretty proven to me, vaccinations. And I would rather not contribute to the problem. I would rather be part of the solution. Now, again, that's controversial, which is weird. But CVS is going to see my face this weekend. I'm going to walk into a CVS because for some reason I feel better about walking into a CVS than I do a hospital. That doesn't even make sense. I can, I can go see my doctor and he'll give me a flu shot. But I'll walk into a CVS and while I'm there, I may go, oh, look, I'd like a Diet Coke. Or, oh, look, I'd like a Dr. Pepper. Um, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper Snapple, publicly traded company. Dr. Pepper Snapple seems to have every brand that Coca-Cola and Pepsi does now. I find that humorous. And they're all brands I'm like, eh, it's cute. 7-Up or Dr. Pepper or Snapple. Yeah, it's cute. But which one do you want out? Coke? Pepsi? You remember the... Uh, the skits in Saturday Night Live where Jimmy Carter was at a three-mile island and he's accidentally drinks Pepsi instead of Coke and it's the Pepsi meltdown. That's how well-branded these companies are. That we remember phrases like Coke, no Pepsi. That's why I don't like Dr. Pepper's Snapple because I, I can do the, I drink Dr. Pepper. I get they've branded well, but they're just not that profitable on scale. You can find me online on scale at Rob Black Show or newfocusfinancial.com. You can get my podcast. You can share my podcast. I should give a contest out to whoever can share my podcast the most. No, 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 no. I'm working on a new podcast for the winter, and I think it's going to blow your mind. I think you're going to really like it, but we'll see. Um, It's based off something I really like as far as concepts go. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. You can drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, 
Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. When I was an eight-year-old boy, I didn't dream about talking finances and getting you to retirement and helping you cut down on your financial mistakes. I probably dreamed of making video games. I probably dreamed of working as a programmer in Silicon Valley for companies that made arcade games and or video games and or virtual reality or semiconductors or something along those lines. I was a little bit of a programmer. Um, Started with BASIC, went into COBOL. There's a couple other languages in there that did me no good in life, but probably got me thinking math and technology. It was a hobby that ultimately led to me being a great investor in the 1990s because technology started to explode and I was the right age with the right background. I was not the right age with like a wrestling background where I never got to experiment with electronics. I was always fascinated by electronics. I was fascinated by wristwatches, that digital wristwatches, they're brand new in my, my lifetime. Do you remember the old watch that you had, it had no color on it, then you would hit a button and the, the red LED lights would show you the time? That was technology. Not that impressive in this day and age compared to what an Apple Watch can do. And it's been a pleasure of my life to watch technology unfold. That's one of the things I have to thank you about is I've had a pretty good career being educated about tech and investing. So I share that with you, I hope. S&P 500 has turned negative after hitting an intraday record high. That's kind of news. It's not the end-all, be-all news that we're going to go with. But we're trying to hit all-time highs. We're up 50% from the market lows. Uh, We're trying to hold all-time highs. Uh, Today, we have an interesting market because it feels like it did U-turn. We started talking about hitting all-time highs and holding all-time highs to, well, it may not happen today. It may happen the last couple minutes. Things are getting a little bit sloppier out there. At some point in time, we're going to get bored of that story and we're going to tune out. Right now, it works really well on CNBC. Like, markets failed to hold highs. Tune into the last five minutes to see if we hit highs. It's kind of like a game, right? Wall Street's not a game. Again, I, I pounded this in the first hour today, and I want to pound it again and again and again. Something along the lines of, we're at all-time highs or near all-time highs. You're not allowed to tell me Wall Street's rigged. You're not allowed to tell me that it's a game. Now, you're not allowed to tell me that COVID is going to take down the markets or World War II or World War III or zombies or Nazis. You're not allowed to, to, to empower the boogeyman to take down the market. It, it doesn't happen. It didn't happen with nuclear strikes. It didn't happen with massive terrorist acts. It didn't happen with dictators killing millions and millions of their own people. So congratulations. The market's right. And anyone who doubts the market over time is wrong for now until proven otherwise. But I've been hearing that story for 30 years. And I hope you hear that story for 30 years because that does bring in buying opportunities on occasion. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Stocks are slipping back despite housing news. Housing news got some good news today. Builder stocks are hot because Americans want to nest. That automatically is a pretty good starting point for this conversation. Housing data was better than expected. Home Depot, who serves the housing data, who serves the housing market in some way, shape, or form, if you're with me or against me, I don't know, you've got to pick a side. 
as we own homes, we're fascinated with cleaning them up. My producer the other day, he's gotten a new apartment. He talks about going to Ikea. I talk about school starting back up and still kind of wanting to nest and not start to, you know, openly French kiss everyone that I know. I'm not ready. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I don't even want to be kissed on the cheeks. No. Mask, mask. Uh-uh. Keep your distance. So I may head to Home Depot and buy some gardening stuff. I may head to Home Depot and buy something, if you get where I'm going out with that. Oracle's in the news, and Oracle hasn't been in the news for a while. They're in the news because they want to acquire TikTok. That doesn't make sense. Company is working with Sequoia Capital and General Atlantic as potential investors. Essentially what it sounds like to me, because it doesn't make sense, Oracle acquires them, they get their name in the news, and they ultimately spend them off. And they say the valuation that we got was a steal because Donald Trump told the Chinese, you have to do this, otherwise we're going to kick you off the American platform. Oh, no, we need the American platform because one thing about America that no other country will tell you is we spend money. They love our money. They love our our spending. So uh, TikTok is in the news. I like saying the word TikTok. I don't know why. Sounds almost dirty fun, you know. Home Depot quarterly sales rose 23% as we are staying at home. And when we look around our home, we're like, do I have to look at that rat running across my roof? Let's go to Home Depot and buy rat poison. And your neighbor's like, you shouldn't use rat poison because birds will eat it and they'll die too. I'm like, I don't like birds. Good idea. Um, So we're nesting, right? Home Depot did well. Do you think Lowe's didn't do well? Yeah. Home Depot steps into the plate before Lowe's does. Um, we're also going to hear more earnings this week from companies like Target. Walmart, they said their e-commerce was on fire in Fuego. That's a good thing from the stock market perspective. It's a bad thing if you happen to be a retailer not named Amazon or Walmart. You know, Target's got their curbside pickup. Target's got their play, and they're busy. So there's enough retail dollars out there. But when do we run out of the hardware dollars? They're... Up in the mountains in Truckee Tahoe, you really kind of got to go to Reno to get like a Home Depot or paint that's not from a specialty store that's totally marked up. Some of those stores that are like small, they do eventually get targeted by a Walmart or a Target. And sometimes a Walmart Target's like, let's open up a small store to serve that market because they're a small store. But we can supply it with our goods that we get from acquiring billions of hammers at one time. They can't acquire billions of hammers. They can't negotiate like we can. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Um, you know what's interesting about the post office battle right now? Nancy Pelosi, and this is where I love politics because it gets kind of dirty. She calls back Congress. Last week, they're all on vacation. Woo, we're going away for a whole month, and we don't have to hang out in Washington, D.C. Woo, party like a congressman. And then the whole post office thing comes up where Trump's like, yeah, I want to slow down the post office so people can get me on the vote. She's like, did he say that out loud? So she's like, bring everyone back, bring everyone back. And it's fantastic because she does it on Monday, the day the Republican convention is starting. I don't know about you, but that seems a little intentional to me. Uh, just, just throwing it out there. And are they coming back to vote on another round of stimulus? No, they're coming back to talk about mail fraud. I don't think America is being best served right now by Republicans or Democrats when it gets that obvious in politics. 
Senate Republicans plan to introduce a narrow coronavirus relief plan that includes $10 billion for the U.S. Postal Service. Trying to get in front of a good PR story. U.S. housing starts for July total $1.49 million. That was a big economic piece of data today. Um, housing starts means future activity, right? Means shovel the dirt, means order the cement, order the uh, wood, order the paint from Home Depot. Housing activity, housing starts is business activity in my head. And again, it, it tries to help supply and demand. During COVID, we shut down housing construction for a bit. We need housing construction. That's, it's been deemed essential. If we don't keep up with how many people are being born and coming to the country, it becomes very unstable to be a renter. It becomes very unstable to be a have-not. Anything you want to talk about? We can talk about? There's some sort of new saliva coronavirus test funded by the NBA that can be widely rolled out. And what I found interesting about that story, funded by the NBA, every now and then these big corporations do do something that's helpful. And I just throw that out there. Don't get mad at me. Don't kill the messenger. Um, NBA players and staff during the leagues restart in Florida. A simpler, less expensive, less invasive testing. I'm good giving up spit. Nasal swab? I might have to have a drink before. I, I've seen some of these nasal swabs go bad and like brain matter comes out of the swab. That's not true, but oh, I just gag choke and think about it. Um, my gag reflex, no bueno, no bueno. Oh, what shall we talk about? What shall we talk about? Let's take a look at the markets. Yeah, we opened strong. And yeah, we went sideways and now down. So it's kind of a U-shaped market today. Have we gone too far too fast? Did we hit that record high in the S&P 500? And that's not, a, that's enough. We don't have to close at a new high to, to show how masculine and manly we are. Verizon and at Verizon and AT&T are battling over streaming bundles. Bundles are pretty important to start talking about right now because Apple said last week, they didn't say, an analyst said, I bet they start bundling music with TV. And I said, I bet they start bundling their news service. I bought a new app Mac yesterday. They're like, you can have the news service for free for three months. I'm like, sweet. Um... It's kind of that bundle thing where if I were to buy a PC from Microsoft or a PC from Dell, they may not give me that free three months. Or they may not be able to say, if you buy Apple Music, we'll give you TV for free. So bundles are super important. Verizon Wireless plans now include subscriptions to ESPN Plus and Hulu, uh, which is fully owned by Disney. AT&T now includes HBO Max and its unlimited wireless plans. So the bundling is really, really important. And now you're seeing why companies try to grow vertically. Amazon's got Amazon Prime, but when they threw in Prime Video and sometimes Prime Music, you're like, that juice is the 150 million subscribers. And they go, woohoo, I got something for free. Bundle it. One of the negatives on Apple is that the bundles don't look like they're going to save you a bundle of money, just a fraction of money. But they've got some power to play with. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Rob Black. Time will be on my side. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. 
Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. What do you miss the most about COVID and how life has changed for you and me? I can tell you what I miss. Obviously, it's pretty obvious. I don't miss movie theaters. I was kind of over that with that already. Um, I miss, like, music. I miss concerts. And I'm the kind of guy who could watch little kids play hockey, peewee, or I could watch Stanley Cup Finals. And now that I get hockey back and it's not quite the same without fans, I'm, I'm pleased. What do you miss? I miss, I don't miss restaurants. I could live without that. I, maybe I miss getting a chicken sandwich at lunch with a beer and just not seeing the, the family or the business for, you know, two hours. It's lovely to get lost and stuff like that. How soon do we get back to normal? Um, I just had an anniversary and I was like, we, maybe we, we party big in 2021. <laughs> like, how do you tell your spouse, like, uh, I love you and we're not going to Hawaii? Because we're kind of used to, like, that's the kind of thing that people do. Um, when does it come back? It, it doesn't feel like a V-shaped rebound. Now, the S&P 500 today hit a V-shaped rebound. It hit an all-time high. Back in February, sitting at an all-time high, it started to slip. And then COVID got worse, and it fell apart. And now it, it's V-shaped back. But I don't feel the, the economy is a V-shape. So I have a little bit of a problem right now, and I have no problem with people saying, I might want to sit on the, the sidelines for a little bit. I've been very public about this. I've sold some Apple recently. It went higher on me. I did it with stock options, so I, I automatically knew I was locking in a gain if it went higher, and I knew I was locking in a gain if it went lower. But with that said, I'm being patient with redeploying my capital. I'm in no rush. I'm using an app where I can stash the cash and get a better return than any other online bank that I could find. It's not a great return. When you're talking about 1% returns on your cash, you're like, eh, but it's better than sitting in cash. So I'm one of those people, I look at 1% here, 1% there as adding up. CFP Chad Burton can throw out some impressive stats at you. You're like, well, if you're in the market, out of the market, let's say you do it perfectly, but you're 1% behind what the market actually did, that 1% over the next 27.3 years is going to turn into $1 bazillion. And yes, 1% can turn into a bazillion dollars. But I'll also tell you, like with Amazon, uh, my spouse, my sugar booger, whatever you want to say, when she buys on Amazon and doesn't use the Amazon card, the Amazon card gives us 5% off all purchases. But she'll use one that gives us 2% off. I'm like, eh, you kind of left 3% on the table there, lady. Go back and fix it. Go back, go back, 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 back. One of the funniest things I ever saw was I was on a plane in South America. And someone used the bathroom and didn't flush. And the stewardess was like, back, 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 back. And she was like a mother hen pecking at him. Pretty hilarious to be shamed in flight for not flushing. It was not me. I know that's the question that was going through your head. Was it you? No. Builder stocks are hot right now because Americans want a nest. There's so many ways to look at the pandemic and the slowdown of the economy on a negative, but there's also so many ways to look at it as positive. Walmart reporting record e-commerce sales. Um, amazing growth of 97% in e-commerce growth. That's a big number for a company like Walmart. Like Walmart did get a slow start on the internet. They did. So when you're like, oh, they doubled their... their E-commerce sales, did they get from $1 to $2? <laughs> kind of. But 
they're still seeing the surge and they're still being able to fill it and people are getting used to it. And the human behavior is surreal to count on. My dad only bought, only bought blue cars his whole life. Now, wait, wait, stop and repeat that one more time. Your dad only bought blue cars in his whole life? Yes. So consumer behavior is something we get oddly locked into. In the last 20, 19 years, I've only bought one brand of, of denim jeans. Um, only one. I've only brought one band, one brand because I'm afraid to try something else. I, I'm set in my ways. Um, I don't like change. So housing starts surged 22.6% in July. That's the biggest monthly increase since October 2016. It was far better than the increase that we were expecting. Housing data follows the reading on home builder sentiment, which showed builder optimism is at historic highs. Builder optimism is at historic highs. Now, builders, if they rightfully get more money when they're excited and they get you excited. So in theory, builders should always be happy. With the low cost of mortgages right now, I know a couple that rushed out and bought a house in Napa. But what they really bought was a house in Santa Rosa, which Santa Rosa is on the edges of Napa. And when I heard the couple was buying a house in Napa, I'm like, sweet, where are you buying? Hillsburg? Where are you buying? Geyserville? Uh, what cute little city are you buying in? Rinkin Valley of Santa Rosa? Yeah. You've got one big winery close to you, but it's not exactly charming like Calistoga Springs. But people are rushing out now, and that's where housing companies are excited. This My friend bought a home that it doesn't really look like a Napa Valley home, right? And again, I'm being snotty here. It looks like he bought the Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch house, which it's got a lot of neighbors. It doesn't have the scenic vineyards in the back. It's got some hills. Santa Rosa always has some hills. Chuck Swab. Um, Chuck Schultz. Charles Schultz. Uh, has had quite a stunning view. His house burned down in the Santa Rosa fires a couple of years ago. But I digress. Prices are rising in part because of higher input costs. That's not good for the home builders. But prices are rising. Lumber prices are climbing fast, which means someone's going to pay for that lumber build in your house. Is it going to be the home builder or is it going to be you? Typically, the home builder is going to pass it on to you. But the V-shaped recovery for housing has produced a staggering increase for lumber prices, which have more than doubled since mid-April. So you see a two-by-four on the side of the road? Pick it up. Not because you're cleaning the planet, but because that has some good money value to add towards it. I know you're saying you're saying pick up trash. Please don't ever say that again. I won't. Investors should expect continued housing gains as low interest rates are basically strengthening demand and giving a, a strong, strong reason for people to go out and buy. Like my friend, even though he bought the wrong type of house, he was thinking about it in the right kind of way. Anyhow, you can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com or robblackshow.com. Spread the word. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.